Uh, hey everyone, just me here tonight underneath the stacks of the New York Public Library. Eric and I are off this week, but uh, I've dug out something fun from our archives. Uh, this past summer, me, Eric, Jamie, and our good friend Tess Feifel from Astonishing Legends set up a booth at Paracon in Ansonia, Connecticut, with a sign that said, Tell Us Your Ghost Stories. Uh, as you might imagine, we got hours and hours of some really fun tape. Uh, I found an hour of us just goofing around at our booth. Uh, the audio is obviously a real freaking ride uh, because we're in the middle of an armory with hundreds of people packed into it. But I still think there's some fun stuff here. Uh, maybe not a great one to start with if this is your first time here, but uh, you do you. It's Brian and Eric Don't Belong here. Stay with us. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another night into the strange and the macabre. Uh, I'll be flipping over to our Paracon adventures in just a moment, but I need to tell you guys a f about a friend we made that weekend first for a couple of our early conversations to actually make sense. Um, so across from our booth all weekend was this faith-healing exorcist named Biff Saunders. I, I think Biff would admit to you himself that he's uh, kind of a character. Uh, he was the stout, shaved head, bearded, pure pro wrestling persona of a dude uh, and would often come over to our table unsolicited and tell us stories about how Lorraine Warren helped him understand his gifts of faith healing and how he's used them to battle demons and help people. Uh, he explains, he would explain that he sees things, and I quote, Just like the movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze, man. Uh, one of the key features of his booth was this comically large blue lawn chair. Uh, when Eric asked him about it, he explained that it was for the big guy to watch over his work. Uh, I have his business card in front of me as we speak, and I think reading it will give you a pretty good idea of his whole deal. Hello. My name is Steve Biff Saunders, a.k.a. The Healer. Divinely connected to God, Source, the Creator. Through him, all things are possible. I stopped counting after 1,000 miracles in his name. Healings from A to Z. Everything is possible from him through me. From physical healings to mental cleansings to removal of negative attachments and exorcisms. Also, connect to the other side with the strong possibility I can connect you with loved ones directly. In addition to healing you of your demons, he could help you speak with deceased loved ones. 
So, we watched Biff all Saturday afternoon, having a front row seat to his exorcisms, removing demons and negativity from people for free. Uh, His booth had a pretty huge line, and we watched people having what looked like pretty powerful experiences. Uh, At one point, he was holding a crying woman in his arms, and as we made eye contact, he gave me a very exaggerated wink and a thumbs up. Like I said, real character. So obviously I know that either Eric or I are going to have to sit down with this dude, which Eric agreed, but he gave me a very firm, I don't want to do it. So I find some time to sit down with Biff, which wasn't easy. Even though he was excited to do his work on me, he was very in demand and there were very few windows of opportunity. But finally, we find a minute and he sits down with me and he explains, Brian, we all have demons. They come for us in our weakest moments and tell us to doubt ourselves. They tell us to give up and to not trust in ourselves. They're very real and very powerful. But the good news, Brian, is that they're afraid of me. They're afraid of my power and my gifts. So he had me stare him straight in the eyes, his face uncomfortably close to mine, considering that we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, and he instructed me to keep hit, keep my eyes on him, and that the demons would try to have me look away. Anytime I twitched or I blinked, he would growl, away, or focus, Brian. So he told me to raise my arms anytime I felt a tingle in them. I didn't really, but I wanted the full experience, so I humored him a couple of times. Uh, He explained that the tingle was demons trying to resist him. He'd drag his hands down my arms and then dramatically hurl them away, taking the long, heavy breaths after exerting all of that spiritual energy. So after he'd assessed that I was full of demons, he went on to say, Brian, I understand that we're all on our own journeys. May I say the Lord's Prayer? Whatever you gotta do, Biff. Biff gets in my face real close, his eyes widen manic, and begins shouting, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And we went through the entire thing three or four times until he was satisfied that the weight of evil had been lifted from me. Uh, We then moved on to his signature move, connecting me to a deceased loved one. Uh, The process here is something of a blur in my memory. Uh, I'd just been shouted at for the past 15 or 20 minutes. Uh, All I know is that while I went through the process as instructed, sat there quietly, and then told Biff that I'd had a moment with my uh, deceased grandfather, nothing really happened to me. Still, I told Biff that I had a very positive experience with him, which wasn't a lie, and I made my way back to our table. The next day, before the con started, Biff made his way over to our table, as usual unsolicited, and threw down a white t-shirt with an American flag on it, and then signed it with a sharpie, Biff, with a smiley face. I wear it to bed frequently, and it's my favorite shirt. Uh, I think that's all the context you need for any mentions of Biff over the next hour, uh, though I worry I have now offered more questions than answers, uh, but I hope you enjoy this bit of goofing around, and uh, we'll see you next week. We have begun the Brian and Eric Don't Belong Here Paracon Power Hour bonus episode. Here are the rules. We are behind our table, our Brian and Eric Don't Belong Here moon base station on Paracon. Eric has spilled 
uh, water all over himself. That's how but, I like to start these things. That, but this is actually a great, great way to introduce the rules of the next hour. This will be released as its own individual bonus episode. The rule is we cannot put down the microphones for 60 minutes. For any reason. For dun, any dun, reason. Dun. I, okay, uh, some other stipulations. The microphones, of course, have to be connected to the... Uh, you can't just unplug the microphone to go to the bathroom. Um, I feel like the deal is just the microphones have to be in each individual microphone has to be in the hand of a living person. Oh. Because so what if we get an interview? Yeah, like we could hand one off. A great, a great point. It okay. just can't be... So it just they, can't be dead. It they can't, can't be, be dead. It can't I like go on that. The, the table. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So someone can get get your back and like grab a microphone. Got it. Got it. Got it. It is not a challenge. Well, one one mic per person. One person can't hold two mics, for example. Oh. So like I can't hand off my mic to you to bounce. Got it. I uh, got it. So it's one. <laughs> one mic per person. Wonderful. One. So you have to nominate a dedicated champion. Exactly. Is this? Let's get predictions now. Is this going to be a good episode of podcasting, or is this going to be a bad? I can't see how it would be bad. <laughs> I um, this is a note to myself more than it is to you guys because I am loud. But uh, Nick Grossman is on stage right now, and I do want to be polite <laughs> yeah. to anybody trying to listen uh, who is not interested in our dum dum. <laughs> will um, this will this pick up the? What's on stage right now? Will this record? Probably. Like in the Ambiently. Um, so, um, I, I don't know. Hopefully, it'll be listenable enough. Hopefully, I can do something to it in post. Um, but um, we have beers. beers. There's a beer tent outside. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Having a... Um, we're, I think we're going to... We're going to be going to my parents later to crash. They have a giant backyard, and I swear to God, like the, uh, the night sky you can't see in the city... Uh, Amazing, and I think it, we we were talking. It might be fun to do a spooky test sure. out there. Um, the what, Eric, can you explain Eric or test? Maybe together you can tag team it. Uh, we saw it in Hellier, the ghost box test. How that works? The the what's it called? Test the Estes method. How does the Estes method work? Yeah, Tess, you want to take it away? Oh, sure. Um, so. The point of the Estes method is to add some kind of scientific rigor and blind testing to spirit boxes. Um, Spirit boxes can easily be discounted because it's just scanning the radio. Right. So you could be getting lucky. You could be influenced by the question. Um, I don't know if it'll play in this episode or an earlier episode or if Brian will cut it in, but... I asked what its favorite pizza topping was, and it said spinach. Yeah. But Brian heard me say that, heard me ask about pizza. Right. So it's hard to blind test that. Yeah, yeah. So the idea is basically full sensory deprivation of the person acting for the spirit box. So the person, sorry, the person would have a blindfold on, noise-canceling headphones and the spirit box connected to them only for their ears. Then a person would enter the room and ask a question, but the person who's channeling the spirit box can't hear it. They're just going to start answering when they're giving kind of a go sign, like a thumbs up or something. They're going to start repeating. The idea is this kind of legitimizes and takes away confirmation bias of a person asking a question and searching 
for the correct words in the radio scan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so basically what it looks like from the outside is like, say I'm, you come in, I'm blindfolded, I have the headphones on, I can't hear anything you're saying, I'm only hearing the spirit box, and you'll ask a question that I actually can't hear. Yeah. Like, theoretically, I'm vocalizing the clear words I hear coming through the spirit box in yeah. response to your question. So when it works correctly, it's like it would be like, Eric, what's the best pizza topping? And I, without hearing you, just say on cue, spinach. Yeah, yeah. I um, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull back the curtain a little bit. Some of my my, I don't know if I want my personal opinion on the spirit box, or rather why I could see some skepticism with the spirit box. And it's not really, it's similarly linked to the reason you you named test, but I, I've always looked at it as a. Um, I've talked about it on the show before. I don't feel bad saying this. It is convenient for a podcast that, like, oh, whatever we get, we could make a story around. You know, we could yeah. make a fun, creepy episode of our podcast about. Um, and sometimes there are really kind of crazy coincidences. Um, but, you know, we can turn a huh, coincidence into a crazy coincidence. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and, and, and don't we? And that's part of the fun of the spirit box. I, I, you know, I would list it as an entertainment device more than a serious metaphysical tool of science. Yeah. But my question is: Is this what is the? It's the what effect again? The ester? Estes. Estes effect. Can you not similarly do the same thing? Of like, so I'm just now shouting random words, but we can still. And I don't know the full context, but everybody else listening can still retrofit what's being said into the question. Yeah, I mean... I would say that the the idea is you're not proactively listening for certain words. You're not proactively sure. yeah, in yeah. your head trying to piece together a narrative while listening. Sure. So you might say spinach and have no fucking idea. Oh, I, can we curse? Yeah. Yes? Okay. Oh, yeah. If uh, not, we're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. I just... Oh my I god! Remember we, for a I'm second. pretty confident none of our 67 listeners are children. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I, I'm thinking of this. So there are children here. Sorry, this is a slight tangent. Oh yeah. Uh, we cannot swear tomorrow. Oh yeah. No. Has that stage. been? Has that been? No, but like we, no, that has not been communicated, and like I don't think we're in trouble, but like we should not. We should not. No, I'm F gonna curse no like F-bomb. a sailor up there. <laughs> <laughs> All you fucking babies. Yeah, exactly. Off. Exactly. Time to grow up. Let them know babies. what's up. <laughs> yeah. Time to grow up, babies. It's podcast <laughs> yeah. time. Stop being so fucking, fucking small. <laughs> yeah. So, so tiny and undeveloped. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Do we... It's... If we... <laughs> we shouldn't dunk on babies. Could I'll we, dunk on babies. <laughs> could we agree on a plan? Sorry, we're just now going in a full tangent. Could we agree on a plan right now? Right now. Guys, if the live show tomorrow, and it's only a half hour, if it fully fucking tanks, we bail and we just tell Biff to come up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to leave. Yeah. We'll do a 15-minute check-in. Right. And if it's not going where we want, we'll just go off stage. Speaking of Biff, it's a little intimate right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Biff is really it's, getting okay. into it. We just get prepared. If <laughs> There will be uh, three of us on stage. <laughs> Whenever two of the three of us have raised their hands, it is time to just simply drop the mics and call for Biff. Yeah, we just leave. Biff. We Biff. need big Biff energy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, please never say that again. 
But yes, the Estes method is supposed to keep you from looking for patterns. Yeah. Can I, I just want to interject one thing that just occurred to me. Yeah. Biff has really strong mom has a new boyfriend vibes. Oh. Oh, boy, howdy. Yes, he does. You know what I mean? Yes, he does. And it makes me, I just hate it. <laughs> I hate every... <laughs> He's really in your face. Yeah, you're not my fucking dad, Biff. I just want to... <laughs> you know, no disrespect to Kurt Miller, but Biff might be my dad. <laughs> yeah, well, you never know. <laughs> Actually, there is sort of a, an energetic <laughs> similarity there. I want to be Biff when I grow up. <laughs> when I saw you guys looking at it into each other's eyes, it was like looking into your own reflection. <laughs> Jamie and I have discussed um, also doing visitations with Biff. Yeah, I think it will be interesting. Wow, look how the tables have... Now that the lab rat went and yep. came back. <laughs> Thank you, you for the, the confidence. Con- Sorry. I, You know, I would be interested in seeing you guys go and see if you have a different experience than I do. I have a question for you. Yeah. When you went, did you go with a fully neutral mind? Open, I, I, tried to, I tried to the best I could. Um, I... I definitely like I I did my best to did I do I know that I did it perfectly no but I definitely did try to like I'm going to take everything that he's going to say at absolute face value and like just see what happens I'm just going to follow kind of my heart Um, and like I said it was a positive experience but um, do I think a supernatural magic thing happened no but I, I'd be interested in, like, uh, do you guys think otherwise? That yeah. would be very interesting. One, I was interested in sorry. knowing with what mentality did you go into so I could go with something different sure. um, and kind of compare experiences. I, so I, I will say I um, did not I, – I went in open, but kind of like I also wanted to respect his space, respect what he does and what he's passionate about. So, like, I, I did go in of, like, even if I feel nothing, I will pretend I do. Um, I kind of, like, I wanted it. I also wanted it to be a positive experience no matter what. Um, I did not. W- the last thing I wanted to do was sit there and go, like, I don't feel anything. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Try again, Biff. <laughs> yeah. Nice try. Uh, that was not what I wanted to do. Um, so it was, could I have, Biff, I ain't feeling anything in my arms, but, like, yeah, they're, they're numb a little bit, but I could have done that. I didn't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really trying to go in and say, like, let's see what you got, but maybe go with, um, kind of bring my spiritual energy into it and see yeah. how it blends or meshes against his and Absolute, see what happens. Absolutely. Um, it's uh, Jamie, you you do you like um, approach things from a very spiritual level from what I, I you tend to approach things from a very spiritual level uh, from uh, the brief time the brief but pleasant times we've hung out um and I'd be interested of, like, do you have closer to a more powerful experience than I... Like I said, I, and like I said, I had a very pleasant one, but do you kind of feel more of some power in it? I'm very interested, too, in seeing what happens. Um, I was raised Catholic, and... Same. <laughs> Same. So um, I'm interested in seeing, will any emotional biases from my 
past and my teenage angst towards religion affect it or will my more um, my more my mo more recent attitude more recent just accepting attitude of the religion right affects it like which of the two comes up but then at mm. the same time at that point does it stop being spiritual and starts being more psychological yeah a great question I have a very similar inquiry in the sense that I typically have personally a negative connotation with someone yelling at me in my face to like pray or saying prayers just like of how I, I grew up at school not in my home because um, I went to religious school too but I have had a lot of success, especially over the pandemic, with like energy healing and Reiki healing. Interesting. So, huh. Eric, I, we should do a show on that. Yeah, yeah, I would love to. I find it really interesting, and I um, actually one of my best friend's grandmothers is a practitioner. Um, she doesn't practice any longer, but she's like uh, trained like in like this kind of new agey. It's a massage. A lot of the time, people kind of huh. view it as a massage. So. You're supposed to leave not necessarily feeling emotionally fulfilled, but more like, you know, after you get a massage, you're all kind of like loose and open yeah, yeah. to experiencing new things. So, like, could that happen? Because I've had similar experiences from Reiki. It's uh, speaking of Reiki, my wife is like trained in it. Oh, really? Has yeah, you mentioned that, Emily, right? Yeah. 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 Um, yes, my, my only wife. Yeah, <laughs> my yeah. wife, Emily, <laughs> yeah, not yeah. my other wife. Um, but she is uh, trained in Reiki. Uh, and she's never, like, done it on me. Is there a reason? I, I haven't asked, I don't think. You should go home uh, and do it. have her on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I think we talked about it before. It, like, we came down to, like, a funny uh, between us, like, I don't want to do it on you. Like, you're a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you have to do it now, now that you've been biffed on. <laughs> now I want Emily you to do it a, to me. You let a strange man <laughs> faith heal you, but you won't let me, your wife, <laughs> gently reiki you. <laughs> it's, <laughs> you know, I, I think there is a, hello. Um, I think there's an element of, it's not that I won't let you, I'm game. Yeah, yeah. But, like, what what is the conversation then if, if I don't vibe with it? Yeah, yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. Yeah. Um, thank you. Do, oh, uh, yeah, please. Uh, yeah. yeah. Do you have a Do you have a ghost story? We're oh, in the middle yeah. of a challenge right now where we're we're just continuously recording for an hour. Uh, what's your name? I'm Jules. 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 Tell Jules. us your ghost story. Okay, so when I was a kid, I I, I lived on a boat with my parents and. Uh, there was a hurricane at one point, and they had to send me to my grandma's house to live for about three months. It was only supposed to be a week or two. And uh, my grandma was injured at the time, and I couldn't, you know, I was just a little kid, and I, I wanted to sleep in my grandma's room, but I couldn't Yeah. Um, because she was she was hurt. And uh, so I was sleeping in, in her spare room, and weird stuff started happening to me. Um, I was really stressed out. You know, my, my parents were, I, I couldn't contact them very often. Um, I was really worried about their safety. So, you know, weird stuff started to happen to me. And the house seemed to have something very wrong with it. Um, Interesting. Faucets would run. Um, I would wake up in the middle of the night with, with my face pressed up against the TV. What? Um, 
Yeah. Jules, no. With static. Yeah. No, it was really. I, I was. I was. Um. I must have been ten. I was ten years old. Wow. And one night, it really came to a head, and I, I had a dream. Um. And and I I do know it was a dream, but it, it seemed really realistic. And in the dream, I got up out of bed. I was really distraught. I didn't know why. And I opened the door to the spare room and, you know, the, the door out into the hallway. And sitting in the hallway was a cardboard box, just a, a big cardboard box. Yeah. Why do I, I feel like this is going to be a sinister cardboard box? <laughs> I had a really bad feeling about the cardboard yeah, box. I, I, I don't blame you. Had, so it been sin- there, had it been there when you went to bed? Previously? No, this isn't a dream. Oh, yeah. uh, I was dreaming this. I, w- I was definitely dreaming this. And but you was, knew you were dr- you knew you were dreaming. No, oh. no, not at the time. And and even still, it was it's hard to know it was a dream because it didn't feel like one at all. Gotcha. So I'm just looking at the box for a while, and all of a sudden something punches it from the inside. Huh? Nope. And this thing sh- sucks. Yeah, it did. And I shut the door and I went back to bed, in the dream. Yeah. And then I woke up. Uh, that doesn't sound that crazy, but I found out about 15 years later that um, before my grandma owned that house, uh, the previous owner moved out because his daughter was killed. Um, she had been playing in the driveway oh. in a cardboard box, <gasps> and she her, her father had run her over. Oh, my God. Oh, and, God. and, you know, I had been telling people about that dream and that experience before I knew that this happened. Yeah. So, that's my ghost story. Oh my god, that is Jules. That is terrifying. That's awful. Yeah, yeah that one really fucked me up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you're no, fine. You're fine. You're fine. Um, no, the, and we've been hearing a lot of those of like a weird dream and like they, it connects to something that happened, and all of them were crazy. <laughs> that is wild, Jules. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, thanks, thanks for thank thanks you, for Jules. Um, yeah, uh, take a card that uh, when the show comes out, there'll be uh, that's where it'll be. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jules. I have to stop shouting while they're talking. There's a shocking (laughs) amount of dead children. A lot of dead dead children. (laughs) Hey, guys. How you doing? Hi. Have you ever seen a ghost? Have you ever seen a ghost? Yeah. You have? You want to talk Do about it? Do you want to talk about it? No, okay. I get it. All good. All good. Do you want some stickers? Free stickers? <laughs> Do you want a free sticker for a podcast you don't listen yeah. to? <laughs> <laughs> All, you I might will say there are, there are uh, some youths at our table right now, and they are way too cool for this dumb podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they are too cool. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Are were those ghost children? They could have been. Could have been. <laughs> Those were cool kids. They were cool. Those are kids that cool kids scare me. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they could have bullied us. Yeah, if they <laughs> no, wanted they to. They did. And they yeah. went in the way they did. And they did. <laughs> yeah. Quite did. I said, "Do you want something for free?" And they said, "No." no. I, it's it, it was the best burn. I'm, I really, really respect. It's just a really deeply good burn of one of them looking among the pile of stickers that we have, picking one up, and then putting it back on the pile. Yeah, that's nice. Ooh. It was amazing. Sorry, Scott and Forrest. Yeah. It was one of ours. It was not. Just, oh, I thought it was. No. Just really want to make sure. Yep. Don't want this. Don't want this. It's uh, I Tess, I'm going to throw out there. I appreciate you hustling for us. There's nothing more embarrassing than asking someone to take a sticker. 
hustle culture. Yeah. I mean, embar- and I, embarrassing for us. Like, well, here's the thing. I think sometimes, okay, those were cool teens, so it's not a true. Mm. I think sometimes teenagers are a little bit scared of adults. And remember, even though we might not feel like it, we are grownups to them. Sure. And maybe they yeah. need a little, like, they don't know if they're stealing. Oh, sure. They don't. So I have not been saying it to any adults. But I have been saying it to children. I won't say it to babies because we're strictly on Tess? a dunking on babies. Tess? <laughs> Tess? <laughs> Tess? Tess? What amount of money would I have to give you for the next baby to, like, come in our interaction zone? For you to look the baby, not the parent, the baby in the eye. And go, Take a sticker, you fucking idiot. I think the parents would beat me up. I don't think so. Uh, I think they'd move on from our table and not listen to our podcast. What if podcast. they report us and then we get kicked out? The babies, babies are narcs. Babies are narcs. They are famously narcs. They love to narc. I am noticing that Biff sessions are going longer with other people. Care to comment, Brian? I yeah. was ready to be done. Okay. I think I could have sat there longer if I wanted to. Um, Do you think he wanted you to? I I don't think he got out of me what he, like, wanted. I think he really wanted to convert you to the theosophy of Biff. I have a feeling the more he is into you, the more demons he finds. I think so as well. You know what I mean? You know, but I think his... Tess, your baby's coming. What? A baby's coming. <laughs> no, this baby loves the fan. It keeps yeah, it by our food. This baby's a big fan fan. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yay. Yay. <laughs> Do you want a sticker? <laughs> Do you understand English? Yeah. Tess, that is not <laughs> Tess, that is not what we asked. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> Welcome to Brian and Eric Don't Belong here, where we interact with a baby the audience cannot see. <laughs> I will throw out there 10 out of 10 cute baby yeah, cute, baby. cute baby yeah we've we saw a lot we've seen a lot of 7 6 out of 10 babies yeah that is a 10 out of 10 that's baby. a 10 out of 10 baby <laughs> he only cares about the fan if this baby doesn't wave at me I am going to scream <laughs> yay yay all right, I reversed my Dunkin' on Babies no, uh, stance. No, yeah, that, that was an undunkable baby. <laughs> this one doesn't have any pants on. Another baby! Jeez. Another baby! <laughs> Another 10 out of 10 baby. Yeah. <laughs> Babies love fans. That's what I'm learning today. <laughs> that baby's having a great time. Welcome to to baby commentary. Baby con. We just put babies in front of fans and watch them. (laughs) You know what I love about podcasts? Yeah. When they describe something that's happening in front of them. Yes. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. They just go with it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eric, (laughs) when we started doing this podcast in 2018. Yeah. A lot's changed. A lot's changed. Our lives have taken some turns. You know, it's... Started two men after work yeah. going into a room and yeah. I don't know talking about ghosts and yeah. stuff. Loading up on free corporate sponsored diet cokes. And now and now we're sitting behind a table going, Hey, about hey, babies and babies. Have we given up? 
Is that what this is? I gave up is a long time ago, like? pal. Leave a review below yeah. and comment. Have yes. Brandon and Eric given up? Yeah. <laughs> Let us know. This is my happy zone, man. Just vibing. Just cruising. Just cruising on the mics. I don't know who this is for, but it's for me. Bouncing babies, laughing at fans. Will a baby get on the mic? Can we get a baby on the mic? Baby on the mic. We gotta get a baby. It's on the guaranteed mic. to be our highest rated episode. We're 24 minutes into our power hour here. A, we, <laughs> Eric, Eric gave a look that can only be described as please kill me. <laughs> I, Eric gave me a look that articulates I regret my entire friendship with you. <laughs> That's me in in half a, a millisecond trying to calculate the exact trajectory that's landed me in this moment <laughs> right now. <laughs> what decisions have I made that have led to this? Just vibes. Yeah. I think we need to... Uh, hello. Hello. Yeah. Oh, yeah, steal it. Do you have any ghost stories? Wow. Holy mackerel. <laughs> you want to tell us about it? Um, well, so you can take my name is Jillian. I'm one yeah, half can, of Obsidian Paranormal. Okay. And we just spent 14 hours at the Conjuring House. Wow. wow. Continuous? Uh, continuous overnight. overnight. We started at. Did you bring snacks? Hmm? Snacks? What was the snack situation? Okay, we had. <laughs> um, we went to Panera. I okay. made cold oh. brew. Okay. Um, nice. With oat milk creamer. Yum. Oh, yeah. Smart. Yeah, 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 super yum balls. And then. Yum balls. <laughs> I like that. We had a charcuterie board. Oh. oh. <laughs> this is Why like not? my dream. Yeah. Right? Um, we had scones. Okay. And what else did we have? Um, was this, for, this was for a ghost hunt? For a ghost hunt. This What bougie-ass ghost hunt is yeah. this? <laughs> it sounds we wonderful. We had a fully working kitchen, and we it's, had 14 hours. <laughs> might as well. With the sure. metaphysical, you have to first deal yeah. with the physical. Of course. Oh. Make sure you don't get hungry, tired. Yeah. So I laid down to take a nap because I had worked all day in my day job. Yeah, yeah. And as I was trying to lay down and just catch a little happy nap something touched my toe okay i'm like okay that could have been we try to debunk it could have been you know like whatever muscle spasm yeah and then it grabbed my toe and started to pull <gasps> and that's when i had to say you are not allowed to touch me cut it out did the yes. ghost respect those wishes it did it wow did we respected their bodily or non-bodily autonomy uh -huh. um, so they needed to respect ours and set that boundary and the only other time it tried to touch anybody of our party is I gifted our guests um, an obsidian little uh, crystal uh -huh. for obsidian paranormal yeah. and had blessed it prior to protect anybody who was there with us and another spirit or the same one we don't know because we're still reviewing evidence um, touched her pocket and poked at the stone. Whoa. And that oh. was the only other time that people were touched on our investigation. Wow. So we're still reviewing evidence. We just literally got back, took a nap yesterday, and then came here and today. Then ca and then came wow. to Paragon. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, Obsidian that. Paranormal, where can we find that on the internet? Uh, we are on Facebook, and I am working on building my webpage. We've been investigating for two years. Um, my partner... He's been investigating for 20 years. Wow. wow. Yep. And I've been um, a practicing witch and cleansing houses for longer than I want to admit because then that tells you how old I am. <laughs> any any tips for people moving this summer to cleanse their new houses or new apartments? 
don't rely so much on Sage. Uh, oh. Sage is great. Overrated, um, though. But Sage, it's originally designed to bring in positive energy and the um, indigenous people that used it would use it in a very controlled environment where they would engulf the space in sage to push out all of the negativity. And that has become where you just burn a little bit of sage and it's all good. But in order for it to be effective, you have to like smoke it out. So I rely more on salt as my cleanser because Mm. that will create a boundary and it. it will also cleanse better. Wow. Love it. So. Thank you. What was your name again? My name is Jillian. Jillian from Obsidian Paranormal. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you so Thank much, you, Jillian. Guys. Have a great conference. Um, mm-hmm. uh, grab a card when this episode goes up. That'll, that's where it will be. Awesome. Thank you Thanks, so much. Jillian. Jillian. <laughs> All right, gang. We have entered a situation. Your boy's got to pee. <laughs> <laughs> you got to find someone to I have to find to. a champion. You're going to have to find Biff. Oh, please. (laughs) (laughs) Eric literally. (laughs) Eric gave a look that can only describe. Buddy, I can't right now. (laughs) All right, who else else do we have? No, okay, first person that passes by, I'm electing them my champion. (laughs) I hope it's not the mean kids. Maybe a baby. Maybe the baby. <laughs> Maybe the baby can do it. Babies are too weak. They can I never know, hold this mic. True. Those These mics losers. Are too heavy for a baby. My my cousin uh, said she was going to come and uh, bring my uh, like two three year old godson. Uh, Brian's cousin. Brian's cousin. Paging Brian's cousin. Yeah, that would be great right now. The man. only we could go with you. We could all go to you the bring bathroom. The mic in. We, we stand outside could do that. Are we devolving to that? <laughs> We're already there. Uh, we do need to move to let somebody out of our, our cramped row. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we would be more polite about it, but we're in the middle of a strange power hour where we're not allowed to put our microphones down. That's right. I, I don't apologize. <laughs> you should not apologize. We're, we're apologizing, to be clear. You are in the right, sir. What other champions do we have? No one's even looked at us. No, it did. Yeah, no one's come close. <laughs> Can we get someone to read a chapter of a book? That, oh, man. Uh, and you've already been biffed, so there is no, pa- you have no, you can't be rebiffed. Do we, yeah, do <laughs> Can you not be rebiffed? Spiff yeah, that I'm biff. Not, yeah. Oh, Everyone is avoiding eye contact with yeah, us. They, they, know, they know we're in need. They've heard our call they for champion. <laughs> I'm literally... <laughs> what if it's Tony Sparrow? <laughs> he's gone, by the way, I think. If is he gone? gone? Yeah, I think he's out. You think he'll be back the tomorrow? The light just went I from Brian's so. eyes, yeah. everyone. Think he'll be back tomorrow? I hope so. I, I hope so. Our window. I hope so. You know, but like also... Maybe that's right. Here's right? the thing. I don't... I think I want to keep the mystery alive, right? Yeah, Never yeah. meet your heroes. Right? Sure. sure. I, I hope he's... I did. Like I said, I, I've said it a million times before, but I don't know what, what tracks I'm going to use yet. So there might just be some repeats. Oh, this is its own episode, though. We have at our booth here 
a picture of Tony Sparrow. It's black and white with some uh, with some red roses. I've, I have written some context on the frame that he is the patron saint of Brian and Eric Don't Belong Here. Uh-huh. Uh, this is purely, purely and very genuinely out of love for the man, the myth, and the legend. And not a memorial to his death. Right. He's alive. He's, He's still fully still alive. alive. Quite alive. We, Looks we great. Looks great. He, he does like slim, trim, lean. He's looking good. Everyone, try to catch people's eyes. Try to catch people's eyes. And nothing. Nothing. Not even nothing. a glance. Nothing. It's also a tall order. What do you mean? Just taking a stranger be like, hey, vamp on this mic for five to ten minutes. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I'm good with that. I'm saying, I'm saying I feel like it's hard. It's going to be hard to rope someone in. Oh, no, no, I don't care. Yeah, I can do it. What about one of these people from across the way? It's so funny, though, the difference in, like, um, vibe of, like, if someone hands me, it's just a different personality type, I guess. But if someone was just, like, here talking to this microphone for, like, ten minutes, I'd be like, yeah, all right. Yeah. (laughs) I'm already talking anyway. Yeah, right. I'm already making noises. Right. Um, In fact, it's taking breaths that is inconvenient. Yeah. That Um, is the problem. So we were taught. We were talking about the Estes method before. Yes. Before yes. we were derailed by me. <laughs> uh, and Brian and babies. True. Where were Tess? Where were we? We were talking about the Estes method. We were talking. First, we were covering why it is a better method than just being able to ask your question. It's supposed to be more scientific because you do not have confirmation bias of trying to find words mm. in the static. But Brian was still doubtful of its legitimacy. I'm presenting what uh, a plausible skepticism, I think. Jamie, have you seen Hellier? 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 Hellier. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I have. I made Jamie watch both seasons multiple times. He tried to have me rewatch the whole thing. What do you think (laughs) of that, and what do you think of the Estes method? I loved Hellier. I thought um, I like to um, follow my spirituality, but also with a, a little pinch of skepticism. Um, you know, keep keeping it real as mm-hmm. much as I can. Um, and I kind of like thought a good ninety-eight percent of it was like real, and yeah. the other two percent not necessarily fabricated, but just like you know the whole confirmation bias and all mm. that stuff. Um, but it was really good. It was actually a really good series. I wish they released more. Um, I am interested in trying the SS method oh. myself. Oh, big time. Um, would you want to be the the one interpreting, listening to the spirit box? Definitely. Oh, hell yeah. Well, okay. Looks like we have our volunteer. Yeah. Very exciting. I, Very I feel, exciting. I feel like who wouldn't want to? But at the same time, I'm like, oh, there's a lot of people who wouldn't want to yeah. be in that position. Why, why do you think we have all decided, I'm saying we as a paranormal community and everyone from Paracon, I'm speaking for them and with them. As you, as you were rightfully <laughs> elected to do. Do you think that we've decided that ghosts can control electricity? It's uh, a so good cue. I have some, like, theories. Mm. But to me, it's, like, gray or more on the black side than white, meaning I don't think so. Mm. Um, my um, grandmother used to say something. My grandmother used to dabble in Santeria before and um, very into that world. And um, she used to say, um, you shouldn't be afraid of the um, of the dead. You should be afraid of the living instead. Yeah. Sure. Meaning... The dead can't really 
do anything to you. You're in different realms. Mm. Um, um, so that kind of belief makes me think like, no, they can't really like move stuff. Mm. Um, I think um, so. Uh, trying to do a very short answer of a very long answer, um, but no, I don't think they can kind of move the physical as much. So, by context, I by extent, I wouldn't think that they can control electricity. Mm. Tess, Yet, again, oh, kind of like gray area. They might. Who knows? Tess, what's your what's your take on the? Well, if you uh, believe that ghosts or spirits or whatever you like to call them are energy, then if electricity is energy, it might be easier to manipulate if mm. they're already in that form as compared to like a cupboard or a scary little doll named Annabelle. <laughs> you know, I think, I think I, that sounds good. I want to I wanna see Annabelle. What's that? I want to see Annabelle. Well, oh, you want to see she's Annabelle? She's in this state. She's in the state. You can't. She, uh, the she's. Is she here? Is the doll here? No, oh. no. Um, the I believe at Tony Sparrow's specific convention, uh -huh. she was uh, available on display. The Warrens Museum is not open to the public. Oh, um, they have a zoning uh, issue about running a business out of their house. <laughs> Fair point. But does anyone live there anymore? Yeah. Oh. Or. or uh, I guess I don't know if anyone lives there, but it is a residential home in a residential neighborhood, and you can't run a museum out of it. Uh, that was, and it's a recent ruling, I think, uh, only yeah. in the last couple of years. Like you can't do this. That's a no fun. I feel like that's a no fun. I, it's rule. a no fun. Grandfather you know him in. I, you know, if, if someone should <laughs> run for governor in Connecticut on the single use issue of like. The spooky museum's fine, right? Yeah, that's okay. Everyone's that's not hurting this, anybody. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Someone should become governor, rule that as fine, and then resign. Yeah. <laughs> Did it. I would go. Yeah. I would go. And I would vote for them. Yeah. yeah. I live in Washington, D.C., but I would figure out All right, gang, we got to move. Okay. Uh, yeah. All if right. anyone drops their mic, they lose. No, you're good, brother. You're doing you're good. great. We're the bad guys here. <laughs> Let's be clear. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ugh. Slight. Hello. Hello, hello. Hey, guys. Oh, okay. All right. No All problem. Right. No pressure. <laughs> yeah. Wow, almost worse than just being ignored. Yeah. 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 Wow. Uh, oh. Yeah? For what? Wow. Yeah. Do you want to tell? Do you want to tell a story into the mic? Oh, okay. okay. No. No. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll That's be a here great story. If you find it. Cool shirt, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. Nice to meet That'd be you. awesome. We got to drive by. She came right back to us. I yeah. think I think we're gonna leave that in this sh this bonus show exactly as is. Just yeah. long silence. Is oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you oh, ghost, would like huh? to hear the story, figure it out. Yeah, reverse engineer it. Um, she was wearing a Eric and I are wearing matching uh, uh, skeleton T-shirts, and she was also wearing a skeleton T-shirt. It's a pretty cool shirt. Pretty cool shirt, man. Eric, hi, Eric, how you doing energy wise? I'm doing good. I'm pretty tired. We woke up really early to drive here. Yeah. And we, I mean, we all had a long travel day. A uh, little lull, a little bit of a lull. A little I bit think. of a lull. 
I have a I have a little gobliny energy boost, which is oh, I, go I, good. I did not sleep last night. I don't always sleep well huh. uh, when I got like something to do in the morning and I gotta get up. So like I went to bed around nine, laid awake, watched Bob's Burgers in bed. <laughs> Just all night? Just all, you know, in trying to go to bed and then, like, kind of wasn't happening, so I'd watch one more. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't intending to stay up, but, like, no, I, I did not get a wink of sleep. Wow. So around 5 a.m. when it was time to start making my way to Grand Central, I was a little like, what if we just didn't do this? <laughs> what if I just went to bed and woke up yeah, at 3? Yeah, what if I just texted everybody, like, ah, I got a bail. Sorry, something came up. Yeah, and yeah. And something to sleep. Uh, so, like, early I was having trouble, but I have hit a wind. Yeah, yeah. And now I want to make some trouble. <laughs> okay. What and do you What I've, do you got in mind? I've what also had two beers. Sure. <laughs> that, yeah, I think that's what we're dealing yeah. with right now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm game to let, let it come. What if you pee your pants? I do have to pee really bad. What if you pee Biff your pants? eating a burrito. Yeah, he's refueling. <laughs> he's really we getting after that thing. should call this episode The Chronicles. The Chronicles? Biff, the Chronicles of Biff. It is. I think it is. It is. I think there's something uh, heartwarming to see a man with a connection to God who casts demons out of people just enjoying a falafel. Just enjoying yeah, it. Just like not? the rest of us. Look I it agree. up. I would like to get a tarot reading after this power hour. Mm. Yeah. I might do one of those, too, I honestly. There's a $10 deal. One question. What question should we ask? Oh, Ooh. man. What question should we ask? One question. It's a great cue. I kind of want, like, a comprehensive thing. There's a long. There's longer options, too. I know. There's, like, a 20-minute one, I'm I cheap. feel like. Yeah. Never been interested in tarot, personally. Yeah. I like doing it for myself, and I've never gotten—I haven't gotten them done by someone else since before the pandemic. Mm. So I'd like to see if I have surpassed other oh, tarot sure. readers. Am I good enough? Should I start charging? Yeah, do, you should you, go head to head with one of these folks. Do you mean like? Do you feel like you could see the arrangement of cards drawn and draw a more accurate interpretation? More, more that can. Am I as in tune with myself as these strangers are? Sure. Which I know sounds backwards, but these are professionals. I'm a hobbyist. Yeah, I get it. it devil's advocate question. Is there a difference? <laughs> I, 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 well, think. Expa expand on that real fast. Yeah. Well, I just mean like, uh, are not these tarot readers? This is like the cynical, skeptical version. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Are they not just putting the cards down in the arrangement they're th supposed to be in and then telling you what each card could mean based on what the cards mean? They're supposed to be more... If you've ever gotten a reading, they're usually more it's more in-depth than yeah. that? Okay. And like, there is... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, what I think would be a success would be someone having more insight into me than me. Mm, sure. That's successful. If they sure. have as much or less... Right. Goodbye, Linda. Um, Eric, yeah. Eric, I don't know if this uh, answers your thing or actually is just kind of larger. The cards get drawn, and like each individual card means a thing, but the individual card also means something within the context yeah, of all of the, the cards other. drawn, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is it. interesting. Which, granted, no, sure, they're still, I guess, just doing that, but it is a complex combination, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you kind of got to read the whole gestalt of right. all the cards. How do you right. feel, Jamie? Because I know you have experience with using tarot or being familiar with decks. Would you ever get your tarot professionally read? 
I have in the past. Um, and I have to say, even though they're they've been good and like um, insightful, they haven't. I haven't had one that has blown me away, except um, one that Eric and I designed. We yeah, decided um, on a night, random night on a weekend. We were bored. We were like, let's 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 make our own tarot, and um, we did. We kind of used um, a pre-existing tarot as a, a guide, and then just did ours with our own drawings and everything. Then decided, oh, let's 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 read this, right? It was it blew our minds away. It was the best tarot reading I've ever. Yeah, gotten. it actually was. Cra- that actually was a crazy experience. Yeah, Eric, you've talked about that being. Yeah, I've mentioned it on the show before. Yeah. yeah, it was really. It was actually very strange. It was very odd. Yeah, um. it's um, there's this thing where when you. When you make your own things, when you make your own prayers or spells or um, works of art or whatever it may be, you're inf- you're without realizing you're imbuing it with your own energy. So it's almost like it's custom made for you. So it becomes mm. more powerful. Yeah. So I think that's kind of a little bit of that happens for sure. I can see that. Um, I am currently flipping oh through. God. Yes. The healer sign went down. It's back up. It's back that's up. Cool. Oh, good. We fixed it. Phew. I'm currently flipping through uh, Charles Rosenay's uh, new book, uh, True Ghost Stories of Connecticut, uh, and I'm currently looking for Biff's entry. Oh, Biff's in here? I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Biff is in here. In which case, we got we to gotta crack into that with our final Yeah, we got we to read that bad boy. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Is there a picture of Biff? There's a picture of Biff, baby. There he is. There he is. There he is. Wow. The man that glory. met the ledge. Wait, is he the guy in the hole? Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. Um, oh, nice. It's uh, Biff has an entry in here about meeting Ed and Lorraine Warren. Um, I'm not going to read it verbatim. It's pretty long. Yeah. Um, but it, it seems to be about... Uh, Lorraine Warren uh, telling Biff that he is sensitive to supernatural forces. Um, I'm going to read that later. I bet it's actually really good. Pick up the book. Pick up. Pick up the book. True Ghost Stories of Connecticut. Charles Rosenay. I'm going to throw out there. I'm going to throw out there. Charles Rosenay signed it. Uh, I feel like Lorraine Warren was really handing out the your special. We've heard. We've heard a handful of those. Yeah. She was very handsy. Was she? She went like this to people. That's how she told them. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Tess is... Uh, uh, oh, thank you. Tess was uh, gesturing at Eric's shoulder there. Um, I, I wonder if I wonder if Charles uh, d- uh, distributes this out as freely as Lorraine Warren, uh, but we do have two Brian, f- uh, my favorite podcaster. That's wow. pretty nice. Yeah, right? Eric, That's how does nice. that make you feel? I feel fine. It's uh, to, be fair, to be fair, we have podcasters. But it's, oh. it's only out to me because it's only to me. But he does say in parentheses, they're my favorite podcasters. Me and Charles have a have a slight rivalry. It's like a subtle, yeah. subtle <laughs> thing going on. Um, what what, what went on there? there? Yeah. What's that? What went on there? Eh, nothing. Just just Spill vibes. The beans. Just two just two alpha males just really <laughs> budding uh, budding horn. Really natural part of nature. And and can't fight it. Um, there is a. Uh, Another booth here, uh, Queerly Departed. They're outside. They make a lot of, like, handcrafted. Um, yeah. It is, a, I, I believe, a queer collective of artists making spooky, like, handcrafted goods. Got to say, I picked up uh, a handkerchief there. Uh, it's one of, like, pins, little uh, oh, that's magnets cool. and stuff. Uh, really, really cool. I think their stuff is available online. 
Um, just a plug that I highly recommend. They had a really cool little tent out there. Nice. Yeah, have, have you guys seen any other cool booths that have jumped out at you or anything? Um, definitely Morg Vogue. Mm. Um, it's a lot of um, stuff in from Meldehyde, I think it's the name. In, from what? In, basically in preserving liquid. Uh-huh. Jars of, like, real animals and stuff. Um, oh, weird. Uh, stillborn. Uh, animals and lucky rabbit foots and stuff like that and maybe a little um, gory but I don't know I'm kind of into mm. it my my science nerd side is super into it yeah that's cool ten minutes ten minutes we're di- we're crushing this. we're crushing this this Velvet went by like libations, nothing which is where we've supplied oh, yeah. our beer they did not give it to us but we have been drinking it. How they could sponsor. They Brian could sponsor the pod. They could sponsor, they could the, sponsor pod. the pod. Um, I feel like we have to trick somebody here. I mean, I mean, uh, persuade. I mean, uh, entice someone into sponsoring our podcast here. Right? 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 Yeah, I think it's possible. I think it's possible. I think it's definitely possible. I think when we wow them tomorrow, when we wow them tomorrow, they're all going to be lining up. How, are we nice. doing? <laughs> How long have we been going for? We, we have, have we have ten minutes remaining. Oh wow! So a mere a mere six hundred seconds. What's that? Mere six hundred seconds. Yeah, right. Really nothing. 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 Too easy. We'll do it tomorrow. We'll do it. Oh, <laughs> we'll looks do it again. It looks tomorrow. like some people are starting to take down their booths and stuff. And it does seem to be the case. What time is it? Including I keep asking. Like next door neighbors. Wow. Wow. What's up, Jamie? Including our next door neighbors. Yeah, our next door neighbors. <laughs> it's um. We're here until the bitter end. That's Can't right. Can't wait to see the magic show later tonight. Oh, man. Kreskin's going to blow us away. Kreskin. Or blow his knee out. Or blow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Poor Kreskin, man. He And he That was He dramatic. did seem to be in very legitimate pain. Yeah, oh, he, yeah, he wasn't doing well. I'm making fun of it, but I'm not a good person. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, Tess, he was hurt. Tess, on our on our train ride over here, you spent a long time. Not a long, not not as if not an inappropriate amount of time, but just you did specifically look. I used to be a bad person. I did. <laughs> really? Yeah. How so? I don't know if I can get into if it. If you don't want to get into it, you don't have to. You're air. welcome to, but okay. you don't have to. Yeah, we can keep this off air if you want. Uh, no. Well, no, because we're in the power hour. But true. I can say I can say some some smaller things. Um, I was a terror in high school, my senior year specifically. Okay. Um, kids who didn't want to drink, I pressured them into drinking. Whoa. Kids <laughs> who wanted to cheat off me, I would let them cheat off me and then tell the teacher. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, I'm pretty sure Brian said, "You little cop." To yeah. That yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I think that's entrapment. Yeah, you were a bad kid. I'd love to plug uh, therapy yeah. and SSRIs. <laughs> sure. Because, wow, what a combo, guys and gals. But if you are on SSRIs, don't drink grapefruit juice. No grapefruit mimosas. No grapefruit allowed. Is that it, true? Yeah. What's, what, how, why why would I be spreading disinformation? I don't know. Just because I'm from D.C. It just feel, I feel like it's a juice. It's what, what does it do? It just messes with your SSRIs. Whoa. Also, SSRIs? using this opportunity to say don't use it when on birth control or... On antibiotics, thank you. Yep. No, I've actually, I've actually have heard that Grant, that you can't drink grapefruit juice with many medications. I don't SSRIs know. SSRIs are like um, anti-anxiety, anti-depression, anti-psych med. Got it. It's like Lexapro. Yeah, all that good stuff. Delicious. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Good but now stuff. I'm so mentally well, guys. So listen to That's a good. Yeah. Legends, mentally well. 
So nobody podcast. cheats off you anymore. You don't pressure anybody to drink. In my head. In yeah. my head. But I work from home and I live alone. So if I get angry at someone, no one knows. There you That's go. nice. That's good. But I was also, I told Brian this, um, addicted to confession as a child. Uh, just you absolutely addicted. Um, Meaning what? If you couldn't get your confession in, you I was felt going anxious, every day at 3.45. Wow. Father Thomas and I had an appointment. <laughs> Did he ever tell you, like, hey? He told my parents. Oh, really? Yep. Wow. Our confessions were um, private. Uh, I did too, but apparently, if you're going every day and you're ten, it's he, they tell your parents. It's the content of the, the confession, con- yeah, not the necessarily the frequency. Yeah. <laughs> my biggest, ah. de- my biggest defense was calling someone a bitch in my head. Wow. And I didn't want to go to hell for that. That's not worth it. It's and also I, I think it's a responsible adult decision to go like, hey, your kid is showing up for confession every day. <laughs> yep. So I went, and long story short, my mom said, just stop being bad, like, because I, I was very convinced I would die on my way home from school. I was like, a lot can happen, uh, Teresa. That's my mom's name. Uh, in between school and getting home. And my mom said, just don't be bad. And you and you don't have to worry about Nothing dying. Nothing to confess. And I said, I can't not be bad. Yeah, that's not an option. Bad. Wow. So what did you do? Did you did you dial back the confession? I had to. They wouldn't take me. <laughs> you were denied. When they refused to serve you at confession, yeah. that's a... I would go into the convent. All the nuns were like, oh, God, here comes the Fifel girl. Wow. Um, and on that note, gang, we did it. Woo! We did the hour? We did, it. we did the hour. We did the power hour. We did the hour. I have to piss so bad. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We, we did it. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Uh, we should be back to our regularly scheduled programming next week. Uh, things might get a little dicey with the holidays coming up, but uh, we'll figure out exactly how we're going to tackle that. Uh, we're on Twitter at Brian and Eric Pod, and also on Tumblr at just Brian and Eric. Those are the best places to keep up with the show. Hey, while I still have you, consider leaving a comment on YouTube or review us on Apple Podcasts or both. They're really, actually, no joke, extremely helpful. And also, if you like the show, maybe tell a friend. Eric's not here, so I'll have to say it for him. I think we nailed it. Good night, everybody. Wow.